Welcome to episode 344 of Hit the Mic with V, Stacey Harris. All right, beginning of a new quarter means it's time to check in on your social media numbers if you haven't yet. Uh, and yes, I don't just mean your social media numbers. Uh, I want you to check in on how your content's doing, uh, how your website is doing, how things are converting, where your revenue goals are. I like to check in on all the things a lot uh, because there is a wealth of information uh, and answers to a lot of our pressing questions that we're spending thousands of dollars asking coaches and consultants uh, and and paying people to execute on things. And a lot of times the answers to the question are in the data. Uh, And other times, it's good to check in to see if the things they're telling us or doing for us are, you know, well working. So that's what we're going to start with. Uh, I want to talk about some of the social media numbers you need to be paying attention to uh, and why they matter. So daily, I like to check in on my vanity metrics, uh, my follower counts, um, a real like big picture, like it has anyone been engaging in the last couple of days or really in the last 24 hours, uh, full disclosure. I don't do this every day. I don't do it on weekends, uh, just my work days. And this is one of the things I do to literally start my day because it will impact where or how, or what I'm going to be doing during my social networking time. Uh, and by social networking, I mean actual, you know, like engagement on social media it'll really be impacted by how those numbers are doing uh, versus my goals. And so whenever I'm checking in on these things, I'm looking at uh, where my goal is and where my results are coming from so I can see if they're lined up. And I actually keep these in an Excel doc on my, in my Google Drive and it gets opened every single morning and we look and see what's working and what's not working. And again, these are basically our vanity metrics, our, um, the email list, the Facebook followers, the Twitter followers, the Instagram followers, uh, and a real brief look at engagement, sort of kind of what's happening engagement-wise. The whole thing takes about 10 minutes. But what's cool is when I check in on these things quarterly and I do my big sort of review of the 12 weeks, if I hit my goals, if I missed my goals, um, and I evaluate what needs to be changed going into the next 12 weeks, it's nice to have that comparison of the daily numbers because I can see where my numbers were at the end of March versus the beginning of January or even the end of March to the beginning of March. I can see where there was growth, where there was some stagnant activity or in all honesty, where maybe there was a decrease. Maybe I did a big promo push to great example of this in March. We did an affiliate promo for um, Denise Duffield Thomas, who I'm a big, big fan of, and she's one of the two people who who I promote their content uh, and their courses as an affiliate. And that obviously caused some unsubscribes on my email list, which is absolutely fine. I have no problem with. I'm a big proponent of not being upset about unsubscribes. But I could see very clearly in my numbers where there was sort of stalled out growth because 
although there was still people subscribing and growth to my email list, you can't actually see that growth because there were also unsubscribes happening uh, at a little bit of a peak rate versus where they usually are. So knowing what's going on and being able to see a whole stretch of numbers is really helpful. And that's why I make sure I track those daily. On the flip side of that, weekly I'll go in and I'll actually look at my email list because I send an email once per week. I'll look at subscribes, unsubscribes, uh, clicks, where they're clicking, what they're clicking on. And I do this because guess what, guys? It will impact any testing or changes or, or evolving that I want to do to the email the next week. And so once a week, I actually check in on those numbers. Again, I'm not somebody who gets upset about unsubscribes. I'm not somebody who lives and dies by the number on their email lists, like how many people I have. Everybody loves having a large list. Everybody loves seeing that that number go up because it means their community size is going up. Obviously, that's really important and that's really valuable. But the numbers I watch most are my opens, my clicks, and my conversions. Meaning, is the money actually in the list. (laughs) Because sometimes uh, it can be really easy to think, hey, the money's in the list. If I just keep growing it, I'll I'll be making bank, right? No. You want to make sure the money in the list is in the list because there are people who are actually interested in what you're talking about on the list. Uh, And this is something that I had to really come to terms with early in my business because I was so about list growth and so about having this massive list, but literally no one on my list was buying. Whereas now I'm fairly confident when I send out an email that there's going to be a certain percentage of purchases because it's a targeted environment. I'm not only sending it out to people who are active and interested, but I'm also sending out content that is directed at them based on their segment, meaning they're somebody who needs help with Facebook. So when I send them a Facebook thing, it's a no brainer that it's a yes for them, or at least a click and a conversion through some follow-up emails or whatever. And so it's really, really important that you have a quality list that's well segmented uh, and that it's going to take action because names for the sake of names, email addresses for the sake of email addresses, not fun. And this is actually one of the things and you guys know as members of this community, I'm really transparent about what's going on. This is actually one of the things I'm really tightening up in quarter two. We're really evolving how our email sequence systems and segmentation and in all honesty, list cleanup happens uh, in this year, meaning I'm actually going to be implementing some new funnels that will drop people off the email list if they don't engage after a certain amount of time. If they're not clicking, if they're not replying, if they're not engaging with the content, there's no reason for me to continue to email them. There's no reason for me to continue to pay to have them on my list because when your list starts to get to a certain size, you have to pay a certain a larger amount. There's no, there's no reason for me to be, to be filled, filling that space with information that they're not going to engage with. And so again, this is a big, 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 big project that we have going on 
um, behind the scenes for Q2, which is implementing a whole lot of new funnel structures into my own email marketing. So you might see some cool, crazy, weird emails. Um, okay, they won't be weird, but you'll see some segmentation happening um, either because you're going to get slightly different copy or whatever the case may be. Cool. I'm excited about it. But that's what I want you to be checking on weekly is your email content. If you're somebody who sends out a piece of email once a week, you need to be checking in on that stuff. One caveat to that before I, I go to the other piece of weekly things. Um, if you are in a launch period or you are doing some sort of promo and you're sending out extra emails, which is fine, do that. It's important that you you sell to your email list because, again, that's the only way there's actually money in this mythical list. You might want to check on these things a little more often. Uh, when I'm in launch mode, I check email daily uh, because it's entirely possible that there is an email going out to some section of my audience every day over the course of the launch period, depending on how big the launch period is, obviously. But so it's something I do check more often when we're in active launch mode. The other thing I check weekly is we check podcast numbers. So what shows are doing really well, what episodes are still getting, still getting some steam. Um, that actually helps fill the content calendar because we obviously are going to do more of what you listen to. Uh, it'll also help with Facebook lives because I'll repurpose content from the podcast for Facebook lives when we run into popular episodes. Um, also, we will make sure our download numbers are on track because if I tried something different with an episode or I share, I had a guest or whatever, I want to know if that's working or if it's not working really, really quickly uh, so that I don't do it again or that I do it all the time now. <laughs> depending on, on the reaction. So we do check on content. The same can be said for, uh, your blog posts. Like we do the same thing for our LinkedIn publisher posts. We look at the engagement. We look at the clicks through back to the website, um, all of that once a week. So we can make sure that this stuff is, you know, working right. All right. Uh, and then once a month I go through my daily, my daily and my weekly stuff, uh, and look at the big picture. What does this mean? Um, I'm accumulating this date, this daily content, this daily data, this weekly data. What does that mean? Big picture. We go into Google analytics and we sort of dig into what's happening. Um, maybe where we're losing people or where people are converting more often than, uh, other places. And what does that mean for the following month? The reason I do this stuff so often is I want to be able to make tweaks and changes very quickly so that I can see growth. Um, this is actually something I learned from reading the 12 week year. Uh, I don't actually execute the 12 week year. I have, a, have friends that do, but I, I don't have that structure. I do. I look at 12 months and then I break it down into quarters. So I have, I have 12 week goals. Um, but I don't treat them as separate years. If that makes sense. They all sort of rely on each other for the big picture of the 12 months. Um, but really looking at the things that are happening day in and day out so that I can make decisions really quickly. Because sometimes when you do 12 month planning, like I do, it's easy to get into the habit that you only need to check in on these things once a year. And it can really slow down your growth and your progress and your development and, and the evolution of your business because you're just simply not checking in often enough. Uh, so I do, I check in really, really often so that I can make these adjustments really quickly. Uh, and oftentimes there are adjustments you won't necessarily notice because I tried to test only one thing at a time. 
try being the optimum word there, optimal word there. Uh, but it's really important that I look at these things on the regular. Now, as far as next steps, head over to the backstage community because in the most recent area, I think it's third or fourth down, there is a social media focused daily, weekly, monthly numbers, exactly what to measure inside of there just for your social media. And then of course, in the private community, you can ask specifics about your stuff and content emails, those kind of stats, how to make those work for you. Should you have additional questions about those pieces, that really is the place to go to ask those questions. If for some reason you have not yet joined us inside of Hit The Mic Backstage, well, now is the time to do it, hitthemicbackstage.com. But I know most of you are in fact members because you get that it's, again, this show upgraded because there's video trainings and uh, the opportunity to ask me questions. You can post questions in the private community anytime, uh, but of course I'll be there live from 10 to 12 Pacific time every Wednesday, um, which means you'll get an immediate answer during those hours, okay? That's it for today. I will see you guys backstage, and of course I'll see you next Tuesday. So have a great week. Bye.